0: What's causing the huge backlogs at the country's NCT testing centres? And is the delay leaving too many potentially dangerous vehicles on our roads? The RSA says the average wait for a test is 29 days. But in several areas, drivers are receiving test dates for summer and even next autumn. Atlas the company that runs the NCT says it's hired new testers from abroad but admits that mechanics are hard got. Shortly minister of state at transport and environment Jack Chambers will be here to answer our questions but first I've been finding out what's happening on the ground. Saturday lunchtime and most of the country's 50 test centres were working the massive backlog of vehicles needing roadworthiness tests. At one of the busiest, Green Hills Road in Talla, drivers had waited for months. It was probably about, um, must, have, must have took about eight months. Eight then, months ago point, you booked the appointment yeah, that you've just had today? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, initially I usually go for Font Hill and the waiting there was maybe five, six months but uh, I got here within two weeks. Uh,
0: when I booked my first test, I was very surprised. It was impossible to get a date before uh, July. A wait of up to half a year is not just a Dublin problem, says Sinn Féin TD Darren
1: O'Rourke. Uh, the available dates today in Kells are 27th of June, and Navan are 6th of July, and in North Point 1 uh, at Ballymun are, is the 3rd of August.
0: Opelis, the company contracted to carry out NCTs until 2030, told this week that while demand is high, cancelled appointments will free up more slots in the coming weeks and you can apply for its four-week priority list, which this minibus driver did.
1: Initially our wait would have been till May, From that would have been from December to May. Uh, but we asked, requested for a cancellation. My understanding is that you can get a cancellation within 28 days.
0: Because you have a youth vehicle? It's
1: a youth vehicle, so the priority with us was the health and safety of the clientele and obviously the staff.
0: There is a lack of qualified mechanics. Even since qualification requirements were reduced from QQI level 6 to 5, NCT centres and garages like Sebastian Zumich's Intercars in Longford cannot get mechanics. I would say they not interest. No interest at all. Like even I know myself I have a s my my I have a son, 17 year old, he should be mechanic. He zero interest. Uh, is it paid well? Yeah, very well I would say. But in the last two years I was looking for a mechanic and believe me or not it was very very hard to find it. NCT mechanics say another key delay is that car lifts at several centres had to be replaced. Tests were split into two computerised sections and the third section performed by the mechanic, with many drivers having to come twice. They had to
2: change all their work practices and the company started doing a lot of tests, just a one and two for many, many people coming in at the time who left frustrated and had to come back uh, two and three months later to get the stage three done because the lifts were out of, out of action. And uh, that was the start of, of a backlog that was coming. And then COVID hit.
0: Miles Worth of SIPTU says Apples is seeking to recruit a new category of worker to perform the computerised bits.
2: The current mechanics that are there, have been there, some of them there for 20 years, are uh, very aggrieved and they see that their um, their job is being downgraded by the RSA and the NCT in allowing unskilled people to do After the test, in essence, the first two parts of it, it would appear, you know, as a collision course.
0: Jimmy Donoghue, spokesperson for the Mechanics Association of Ireland, predicts the shortage will worsen as more workers leave for other professions.
3: So currently uh, electricians and plumbers need to be, uh, legally have to be paid a minimum rate of pay, which is in and around €24 per hour. Nothing exists or has ever existed for mechanics.
0: Sinn Féin TD Darren O'Rourke says APLUS should face sanctions for poor performance on Times.
1: It leaves drivers uh, very concerned and in a vulnerable position and essentially at the discretion of the Guardian and insurance companies. And that's a particular concern that people have raised with me. So it's, it's beholden on the company to get its act in order and if it doesn't, it should be held to account by, by the RSA and by the Minister
0: apples has a monopoly on vehicle testing here so is it time to introduce some competition
1: there's an argument that uh, the state should should deliver this service and that the the standard of of uh, the terms and conditions of employment would be in my opinion raised if that was the case and it would be a more attractive proposition for for people to enter into that that industry and um, that would be my preference in relation to it but uh, it certainly is the case that um, the the service has not been delivered to a standard and all options need to be looked at.
0: The RSA, with overall responsibility in this area, told us that 44 new vehicle inspectors have been hired from abroad and have started working. And it's called out the 85,000 customers who didn't show for appointments last year, denying drivers sought-after slots. Wasn't too bad. Very good, path. Yeah. Relief for those who passed in Green Hills yesterday. No more driving around on an invalid NCT cert, as so many are. Yeah, I was driving the whole time with no cert, and did that worry you? It did, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, anytime you'd, you know, it was on your mind all the time. So, um, oh, were you ever stopped and asked about it? Um, no, just just so happened that I didn't the Shikona told this week that where drivers with lap certs can show evidence of a new test date, this will be taken into consideration, but others may face prosecution. The bottom line is road safety, which, according to SIP2's Miles Worth, requires roadworthy vehicles.
2: We all heard Liz O'Donnell on a Christmas there regarding uh, road deaths and 150-plus on the roads last year and how the RSA uh, intend to tackle <coughs> road speed Um, But uh, uh, not just target and speed, I think all aspects of of safety uh, needs to be of the highest standard, including the quality of the cars uh, on that road.
0: Miles worth of SIPTU there ending that report. Now, Minister for State at the Department of Transport and Environment, Jack Chambers, is here. Thank you for coming in. Now, we don't do these NCT tests for fun. There are about road safety and they are a legal requirement. Are you concerned that there are potentially hundreds of thousands of vehicles driving around with expired roadworthiness certs? I just want to say it is...
3: <clears throat> disappointing and, uh, and unacceptable that we have such delays for many people across the country. I know it's causing uh, worry and anxiety, and that was referenced in your clip. And um, but people expect uh, a proper standard of service, and they want uh, they. And the wait time is far beyond what it should be. The service level agreement between the Road Safety Authority and A+ is that there should be an average waiting time uh, of twelve days. But as you have referenced, the delay is between twenty six uh, and twenty nine days. And as far as I'm concerned, at the peak of COVID, people can understand that it caused an impact on wait time. So that was in mm. 2020. Well, can um, I just ask
0: you again, are you concerned that there are so many people driving around with expired certs, well, which means their vehicles could be dangerous? Well, there
3: is an obligation, notwithstanding the NCT, there's an obligation on every motorist, whether they have an NCT or not, to ensure that their vehicle is roadworthy. The NCT is a snapshot in time, but people need to ensure, for example, that their. Ah, that but they people do
0: rely on the NCT they, they, to they, get that clean they, bill of health. They, they come out there they with do, that certificate going, I pass.
3: No, absolutely but it's also important more generally it's important to make this point in the context of road safety people may have had an nct a few months ago and they may need to get for example they might their tires might they might have bald tires or might, their headlights might be working that vehicle would not be roadworthy and they could face a uh, prosecution in that context so it's important on every uh, for for every motorist that they ensure their vehicle is roadworthy but i agree this is absolutely concerning the delay is totally unacceptable and that's why uh, the road safety authority have uh, triggered contract mechanisms mechanisms with A+ on these delays which go beyond the service level agreement and there's a dispute process between the road safety authority and A+ on that but there has been progress in the last number of months so we had capacity of about 25,000 uh, per week tests per week in the autumn that's gone That's gone to 30,000 per week at the end of last year and it'll reach 35,000 per week by the end of this month which is a 40% increase in the last number of months Well can I just and, ask and just you with,
0: with the backlog of over 300,000 vehicles is it time to open these test centres at night? I understand that one of them in North <coughs> Dublin is going to start doing night work for corporate vehicles should they all be open at night.
3: So overtime is being used, and certainly the department is having meetly, weekly meetings with the with the road safety authority, who act a, a, on behalf of the state. With AAP plus on, on ensuring every uh, every um, measure is used to ensure we address the backlog. We've been informed by the road safety authority that the objective and the target is that by the end of May of this year, we should be back to a 12-day average waiting time, which I think demonstrates progress in the context of the capacity building that's happened. Do you
0: believe that can be done? by the end of May.
3: Well, that's the figure I've been informed and I think uh, with the capacity building we've seen, they have intensively recruited within Europe and internationally as you've referenced in your clip, which I think should demonstrate progress and uh, capacity building. But this isn't acceptable in the context of roadworthiness, the anxiety it's causing people who are waiting a significant time uh, for their tests. Mm-hmm. Just to say as well for people listening that there is a priority waiting list for those who are due in NCT very quickly and they'll, they'll be prioritised for with uh, with uh, for, with cancellations, yeah, and we heard that some people there are getting and additional on that. appointments uh, that that are made available, and we have. Uh, and I'd ask people that that may have an appointment that doesn't suit that they try and cancel early and rebook it, and reschedule so that it can. Yeah, be Yeah, what about by those
0: eighty-five thousand people who don't turn up? Do yeah, they so have a we role have, to play in, we in have, fixing we this have problem?
3: A, yeah, we have a we have a seven percent uh, no-show rate and a twelve and twelve percent uh, of cancellations, which is too high, and that's why I'd ask people to. Uh, to, to cancel early if they're going to cancel uh, so that these appointments can be used for people who need and want an NCT but also those who are on the urgent waiting list and those who are, are due an NCT very quickly uh, should contact the NCT service to get on that waiting list and they will be prioritised for an appointment much quicker than the appointments they're seeing uh, when they go onto the okay. website.
0: Should the company face some kind of sanction if it doesn't manage to get the wait time down to 12 days by May as they are promising?
3: Well, the company isn't meeting the current service level agreement, so they should face penalty for their existing uh, delay. As what far as kind I'm of concerned, penalty? so the penalties are set out in the contract between the road safety authority and A+. And they've triggered those contract mechanisms, and there's there's a dispute between the company and the road safety authority on that. But the state absolutely has to be protected. Where we contract a service, a public service in the context of road safety, out to a company, as far as I'm concerned, as minister, we want to ensure that citizens get the service and standard they expect and we're not seeing that presently uh, with the ongoing delays that we're seeing.
0: We saw that 13% increase in road fatalities this year (coughs) Is the government going to consider reducing speed limits on some of the rural roads where 69% of these fatalities are happening?
3: So speed was uh, and is an enormous factor in road deaths and obviously we had a a very worrying increase uh, last year Uh, and a working group was established last year to review speed limits and there'll be recommendations made uh, in the coming weeks and months on that just to say more generally local authorities obviously set uh, speed limits but there is the overall framework uh, ro- sorry they set speed limits on, on local roads um, but there is an overall framework uh, for on the safe on, on speed limits and the safety of, of on roads so that's being reviewed by that group and they're, they'll be ma- making recommendations this year.
0: Can I ask you about learner permits as well because uh, we did hear recently that 11,600 people had rolled over their learner's permit so many times that they're driving on it after 20 years. Should that be put to a stop?
3: That That is an issue and it was referenced in the road safety strategy which which was published in 2021 uh, and Ongoing rolling over of, of learner permits uh, is an issue, and that's why um, the Road Safety Authority are leading uh, work in this area on examining, uh, for example, whether additional measures can be taken to make to provide for mandatory mm. driver training for people who are uh, who are re- re- repeatedly getting learner permits. How many and,
0: how many permits should you be able to get? Do you think?
3: well i I think the the status quo um doesn't meet the standard in the context of road safety where you've people on their eighth or ninth uh, learner permit and all they have to do is prove that they've booked a test or had a test and presumably
0: um, not having a a qualified driver in the car with them for well, two decades well,
3: well the legal position that has been strengthened and um no no learner permit or, or and no learner driver should uh, should be in the vehicle on their own or driving a vehicle on their own uh, and that's a basic bottom line when it comes mm. to road safety but it's important that we ensure that people with a learner permit uh, do a driver test and i think there, there are recommendations being explored in the context of mandatory driver training and uh, recommendations we made this year right
0: that. so what kind of cut off point would would you be suggesting
3: well we're going to, we'll, it'll be evidence based so we'll we'll see what the uh, recommendations are from the road safety authority and um, but we are looking at additional measures in the context of mandatory driver training um, 18% of, of of uh, learner permits are on their third or subsequent uh, permit and that's too many and we're trying to bring that down.
0: Okay, e-scooters are still illegal, Liz O'Donnell told us here last week. When's the legislation coming?
3: So the legislation is due to go back before committee stage on the Shannon on the 19th of January it's scheduled. We expect the legislation to be enacted in quarter one of this year um, and then there'll be a 12-week consultation period with the European Union on the regulations uh, related to that road traffic bill and we expect the uh the regulations that take effect from June onwards and that's the current plan. So from the summer of this year, we expect them to that situation to be regularised.
0: Now, before I let you go, I just want to ask you about what Filney Hay said here. She said that she's uh, starting to consult with her members in the INMO this week about possible industrial action. Are you concerned that there could be a strike on top of the current emergency?
3: Well, I, I first of all, I want to acknowledge the incredible uh, work of our frontline workers, our nurses, our doctors, um, who have put in tremendous work over the last number of weeks uh, responding to this enormous surge in patients between RSV uh, Covid um, and the flu, uh, and but they're not going to
0: put up with it. It's not and, their intention to and, put up
3: with it. She said, and and I uh, want to acknowledge their uh, tremendous work, and we want to work with the INMO, um, and 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 all our healthcare workers on trying to resolve this issue. That's why we've had uh, the one of the largest ever health budgets this year. Uh, we've increased capacity by by a thousand extra beds, three hundred and forty extra community beds, and sixteen thousand more staff. But what I would say is, I think there has been an underuse. Utilisation by the HSE of private capacity—we've um, seen, I think, 185 private beds was the most recent use. I think the public, and particularly patients that are waiting so long uh, on our uh, on trolleys, expect every measure to be used. And I'm not sure why um, there has been that underutilisation. Minister How many Donna, more beds see?
0: do you think could be provided through the private system?
3: Well, the Private Hospital Association have said that they're willing to engage on providing additional capacity, and I think we should be using all additional capacity, public or private, uh, and within the community to assist those on trolleys. Uh, and, I, and, and I think that's something that we need to see HSC management do and scale up the response. 185 beds, uh, I think up to 360 was the figure made, but I think it can, it can be a, a bigger a number than that. Um, and we need to see all aspects of capacity used across the state uh, to respond to this surge uh, which we've seen in Ireland and across Europe.
0: So do you think that the government can come up with a, a response in time to prevent uh, Philney Hayes members going on strike?
3: Well, as I said, we want to work uh, with all our frontline healthcare care workers uh, on, on this. And that's why we've tried to recruit. We've had um, a significant increase 16,000 more staff uh, and increasing capacity but also trying to use all aspects of our health system as i've said in responding to this crisis okay. uh, and i want to acknowledge all the workers uh, who have played a, an enormous role in actually bringing down the numbers waiting we've i think it's at 258 patients waiting this morning still 258 too many mm-hmm. um, and we, we you know we want to acknowledge okay. th- uh, their their uh, their the enormous work they've they've played and and role they've played in, in 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 reducing that number Um, but we know we've more to do and and we know the enormous stress that it's been on workers particularly over the last two years as well
0: Minister Richard Chambers thanks very much for coming into us